What is up fellow Benchwarmers? Welcome to your Daily Fat Secret. What's up guys? Welcome to another quickie. We are sorry we missed out on yesterday's quickie but uh, because we had some schedule issues. But uh, anyway, we're here, we're back. We'll talk about uh, some of the players that you've been wanting to ask us about uh, whether to drop them, hold them, or whatever. We are with Komish. Komish, yeah. how are you? Fine, fine. Uh, yesterday, Jeremy's fiber is on uh, stealth mode because I think he's doing some... <laughs> some things. It's having some technical issues, uh, so we couldn't really match that. our schedule. I don't, I don't believe that. I think Jeremy is really hiding something from, uh, <laughs> from hiding us. From, hi, hiding from uh, Komish. Hiding from Komish. Uh, today, we'll talk about some rookies and some worried players. Uh, not much on the you know feel good, because you know, they've been playing well. I'm sure you don't have any questions about them. Uh, it's... Also too early to, uh, I think it's a little too early to sell high, buy low, or whatever. But you can try. But we'll focus more on the rookies because the rookies have been balling. Uh, at least a lot of them have been playing really well. And this is usually a common theme with rookies, right? First week, lots of them will be really good. Uh, just because no teams have figured them out yet. Uh, but one player... I guess one player that's been the talk of the fantasy world is Benedict Mathurin. Um, looks like he is he has been matchup proof uh, for the past what three games so far. Yeah, for three games he has he has played really well. Uh, he has is he the best rookie so far? So far, fantasy wise, I would you rather? I mean, would you rather have him or Banquero? Just looking at still, the stats. Just looking at the stats, I would still go with Banquero. I think uh, overall Banquero, overall Banquero has done more with the uh, with with the other stats. Mm-hmm. Now, we did say Maturin was all points, but he's not. That's not been the case. He's been able to help in rebounds a little bit and some assists, but yeah. still, the steals and blocks. There's not much for Maturin compared to Banquero. Banquero has more of those, so it's still Banquero over Maturin. But I would say Maturin over Ivy. So far, Mathurin over Jabari. So far, right? So, if we're, so if, I think... Uh, if we're gonna rank them, it's Banquero, then Mathurin, right? Top for two. now, for now. Based yeah. on stats. Yeah, based for on now, stats. it's still early. This is just... We haven't even finished the first week, right? Uh, but still yeah. early. Now, the question, I guess, for Mathurin is that does this hold? Or is he a sell, sell high type of player? I've seen him... Well, we have a FBW trade, actually, with involving Mathurin. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is uh, surprising. Uh, he was already being traded. So I think a lot of people are thinking of selling him already. But for me, uh, depends on who you could get. In our FBW trade, it was a package deal, but basically it's Tyler Hero coming back. So so I would rather have Maturin there than Tyler Hero. Because for one thing, they're almost similar players. They're, they're really points dependent. And then Maturin has a bigger upside because body heal could be traded. Body heal could be traded and 
and Miles Turner. So I think Maturin has a better path two minutes for the rest of the season. This is so the trade is not even a sell high uh, type of trade. Yeah, it is not actually, <laughs> but 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 I, I think people who own Maturin since they just pick him up from the waivers, yeah, they, um, the most, they most see him as you know maybe this just a flu. Yeah, they're exploring deals, which is which is correct. You should explore deals, but I would say he's not gonna be this good, this efficient because you know he's shooting fifty two percent from yeah. three. Yeah, fifty two percent from the field, fifty two percent from three, and I think around seventy five percent from the line. Yeah, I think that would fall. I think that would fall. Uh, the the three points, the the field goal. So if you can get somebody who is more well rounded, I think, uh, then then I would be okay with selling Maturin because uh, the fact that he's not, he's not all points, but he's mostly points based. Yeah. Uh, player. So uh, which is also hard to hard, hard to get a category that's hard yeah. to get. Yes. So that's where the value is. Now, um, Banquero has been solid. I think he's been hearing all the preseason chatter about you know mm. Jabari being better than him, Keegan being better than him. I mean, very silently, quietly, has just done his work. I mean, uh, no, no, no hype. Uh, Banquero looks like the type of fantasy player who is can be categorized into the boring category, but efficient and effective. Um, his game, well, yeah, in the fantasy wise, fantasy setting wise, his game is uh solid, you know, solid. Uh, he has he, he rebounds more. He he scores consistently, even if he sh- if shoots the ball, he's, if even if his shot is not falling that game, he still can get his points because you know his his usage rate is high in in Orlando, and he gets to the and he gets to the foul line too. Yeah, he's averaging around, uh, I think around nine free throw attempts a game, and he shoots pretty solid around eighty percent. So that's also that's also a, a big plus for Banquero, and so far he's been able to to help in in blocks. So overall, you know, he's been solid. Th- these are the the things that I think Jabari hasn't been able to to figure out. Yeah, here, now, since you mentioned Jabari, Jabari's been the Hype guy already. Uh, I think yeah. he had a really good preseason. Not that Banquero didn't have a good preseason, but I think people see Jabari having a higher ceiling, a higher upside. I think that's where the value of Jabari lies. I mean, not really on what he can do now, but what he can really do later on. Uh, um, but I think Banquero is was more was more ready for the NBA game. Uh, Jabari now. He is a bit of a worry player for me. Uh, I mentioned it in Twitter that his value just is so dependent on Kevin Porter Jr. and Jaden Green. I think that's yes. where the problem would lie about Jabari. Here's the deal, Here's the deal with Banquero and Jabari. People went, especially experts, went to Jabari over Banquero because of how their college came and everything how they were in college. Banquero is really a defender. Ah, no. Jabari is really a ba- defender. Banquero is more of the scorer. Carmelo, you know, Julius Randle yeah. type scoring. But uh, somehow, the defense side of Jabari hasn't shown up in yeah. stats in the NBA. And when you watch it, you can see why. It's because uh, he's really slim. You know? He's really thin. 
not Chet Holmgren thin, but he's thin, and he gets he gets pushed around easily. So that that might be a big uh factor why why he hasn't been able to to produce there. And in Jabari's case, as you said, KPJ Jalen Green, they're taking all the usage. Yeah, Jabari is a spot up shooter. And to 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 point that out, Jabari hasn't had a turnover this year in his career. Zero. That's good, but that also means he hasn't been able to touching the ball as much. Shot. Yes, yes. So the usage is way down, uh, not being able to create, become a spot up shooter. And as a spot up shooter, he's not really that good. He is what uh, 30%. The field goal has been bad. The field goal has been very bad. bad. Very bad. 30% vote on the field goal at the three point line, zero steals so far. So those are yeah. really. Worrying for me, and uh, I would admit I am I'm, I was very high on Jabari, and I did not foresee that at least the steals or the blocks. Well, the blocks are there, one point three, but I expected more steals, like one point five steals, one point six blocks, and I was expecting one to two to three pointers. So I I was I was so excited for that, but uh, yeah, it hasn't happened yet. So it far. doesn't mean that it won't happen. It's just that yeah. uh, uh, the chances of it happening. Uh, become smaller as the weeks go by. Uh, plus, we can already see how the usage of Kevin Porter Jr. and Jaden Reed has been, and that's where it's it's really dependent. And if he doesn't produce the Herb Jones type of number last year in the defensive end, then that's going to be. In fairness to him, he's had uh, nice games with it where he has what a couple of two to three blocks. So the blocks are there, the steals are in. Right there, uh, but other than the blocks, there's really not much. I mean, he scored better today, I think, or or yesterday. Um, today he yesterday he had the be- he had a double double yesterday, and that's one thing I hope will continue. The rebounds he had one rebound prior to yesterday. That was that was really crazy. I mean, he played thirty four minutes. He doesn't he doesn't seem like a per minute type of producer as well. Um. And like so other rookies, like yeah, so far it, I mean, rookies like Jalen Duran has been a strong per minute type of performer. Uh, what Duran has been playing what twenty minutes, twenty one minutes, twenty two minutes, and mm-hmm. as you know, close to almost a double double his average, right? So, um, the per minute upside's better than Jabari, although of but, course but- we know that the minutes. Probably won't change. Jabari will probably still get 30 minutes. Duran probably still get 20 minutes. But one thing about Jabari, you know, he he in the summer league he started really poorly. He he played better as as the day as the games went by. He improved. Yeah. I think with him, as we know, he's not ready for the NBA. We know his body is not ready. So it will take time. But I I believe at a certain point that uh he'll pick it up. He'll pick it up and to a point where for for that stretch. He might challenge for the top fantasy rookie for that stretch, from that stretch onwards. We we don't know how long that would take though, so that is something you have to figure out if you want to buy low on him maybe, or if you want to sell him. I've already said it in our Twitter page that you know Jabari probably end up as the fourth or fifth best rookie this year, fantasy wise. Um, I feel Maturin is sustainable. Uh, the peripheral stats may come and go, but the scoring would always be there. Banquero, I think, is sustainable. We can talk about Ivy later on. I think Ivy is probably 
sustainable as well because he's been playing uh, starting point guard or, or shooting guard beside Kate. And in fact, he's affecting Kate's game uh, as we transition to Ivy. So I think that that's where the top three guys are. And maybe Keegan gets into the top three. We'll talk about him in a bit. But I think Jabari at best would be top four uh, fantasy rookie. I just don't see, unless an injury pops up, it, it happens in Houston, I don't see him getting into the top three. Top three. Uh, I, I have, I, I think Paolo and Keegan are, are, are already set in the top three. So you just have one spot left. Yeah. And yes, I would take the, the, the rest of the field if you're going to ask me. Uh, top three, would Jabari enter the top three or the rest of the field, which is Ivy, Maturin, and the other guys? I would choose the other guys. Yeah. But th- th- there's still a chance. There's still a chance that that uh, Jabari gets it. I think he's going to be close. He's going to be close to the top three. Yeah. Um, so I mentioned Jaden, Ivy. He's been solid. Uh, the turnovers has been so far controlled. That's one good thing. And the field goal is not as bad. Um, and he contributes pretty much across the board, right? Uh, so Ivy, and he's eating up on Cade. Uh, I he think is. that's why Cade is not playing. Well, at least the stats aren't as good because Ivy has been really playing well. Ivy's been efficient. He's been uh, yes. shooting 50% from the field, 45 from three. Free throws are 72%, but small sample size only. So that that could that 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 should go higher. The turnovers are you know three point seven, but uh, I think uh, we should expect that because he's being aggressive. He's being aggressive, which is as we said, Cade. What's the what's the problem? I I I I read an article about Cade from the Athletic, and because he had a poor preseason, we said that, and they were saying, don't worry, it's by design because Cade just wants to let Jaden. You know, get into the NBA groove. Let him let him go do everything, and then when regular season comes, he will take over. He will be more, uh, you know, more aggressive. But that that doesn't hasn't happened. I don't know if that will happen because the finality of Cade and Ivy are totally different. Ivy's gonna go get it. Cade is like, you know, uh, gonna, uh, to let yeah. the game come to him. Yeah, right. That's something like that, and. If you have a teammate like Ivy, Ivy is just gonna take the ball into his own hands. Um, it's just three games into their partnership, though, so um, it will take time also. But I believe Ivy is sustainable. Uh, the at least the counting stats are sustainable, including the turnovers. The field goal should go down. The free throw should go down, and he should fall a little bit because of the efficiency issues, which I think will not really will not be will will still be there. You know, it's not gonna go away overnight when you know he plays like this. Yeah. The so, way he plays. So Ivy sustainable, Maturin maybe not as sustainable, but the fall off might not be as bad. Or, or it's bad. Not, yeah. not it won't be last round type of fall off, like it won't end up you dropping Maturin. In fact, he has over uh he has jumped over Chris Duarte, who's been dropped pretty much in a lot of yeah. Um, yeah, uh, Keegan just had his first game today. He looks solid, but I think the sample size is not yet uh, good. But the good thing is he had 32 minutes. So I think he's going to be solid. I think for me, honestly, he's my bet for rookie of the year. Uh, I'm just not sure. Well, all of these teams are, all of these rookies are in bad teams. So I don't think winning counts already. 
Uh, but Tegan, my bet for Rookie of the Year, actually. If we talk about Rookie of the Year, uh, we don't talk about fantasy efficiencies and everything. Maybe the other players who have uh, more usage can get it, but I agree with you. Overall, Keegan's just so smooth. Just so, his game is just um so efficient i mean he doesn't waste any moves and he 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 shoots very well and he defends very well we we describe him as a cross between banquero and jabari and he's showing it i, I i'm very confident keegan will be top three and he should have been picked ahead of jabari smith i think uh right now uh, uh, fantasy wise right fantasy wise he should have been picked ahead Ahead, ahead. Yes, yeah. we're talking fantasy. We're not talking about in real NBA draft settings. In yeah. fantasy, he should have been picked higher. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but they were close. They were close. I think, like we said, Jabari was hyped. Even we were caught up in the hype of Jabari, uh, that we tend to forget about Keegan. Uh, but Keegan has been consistent throughout. So I think that's. You know, but the sample size is still small. Just one game. Uh, the guy we I want to talk about next is Jalen Duren. He was hyped after the first game. Um, now is it going to be sustainable? Like I said, it's been hovering around the twenty minute mark, twenty twenty one minutes. But solid numbers in those, those um, twenty minutes. I I don't see it as sustainable. Let's let um. At least there would be a lot of games where he would not produce. Today, he only had three rebounds, two blocks, six points. That's it. I think this kind of stat line from him would be more common as so, we go along. Because it's like this. The last game, he did have 8-10-1. and one, But yeah. that game was a blowout. That, that was a blowout. Even before when it wasn't garbage time yet, he didn't have... Uh, he only had, I think, four points, two rebounds, something like that. And then it became garbage time, and then he... Packed, uh, wrapped up the, the stats. So, um, Jalen, you know, Dwayne Casey's not going to play him 30 minutes, not going to play him 32, not going to, you know, release, unleash him. So, yeah, I don't think the first game stats, double-double, 14 and 10, I don't think you can expect that this year from, mm -hmm. from Duren. But Except uh, until the, the tanking time. We've gotten, time. we've gotten questions about Duren and Walker Kester. So, Kester is another guy that, you know, well, blocks has been solid. That's pretty much yes. it. But um, the minutes are pretty much close to, are pretty close to Jalen Duren, and the usage probably almost the same. Uh, other than the time that uh, Alinek and Vanderbilt were in foul trouble, they're pretty much in the same uh, minutes. So, who would you rather have though, Duren or Kester? I think it was one of the questions in our. I'm not sure if our Facebook page yeah. uh, or. Our, Chat, Facebook chat. I think in our live, live, someone asked that also, and I did say in fantasy for this year only, I would probably prefer Kessler. Uh, I think the Jazz uh, will use him more, will not baby him as much as Jalen. Jalen Duran, you know, he's going to be a star. And when you have a star, teams tend to like take it slow with that player, you know, try to develop some facets of that player's game. Or Kessler, sorry, but he doesn't look like a star for one. <laughs> Number two, He's more of a role player, really, but who can be a cornerstone of their defense. So uh, they're just going to let him play. And one thing about Kessler, he blocks more than, as you said, than Duren. So for this year, he, he should contribute more. The I minutes might be close, but 
he should block more and rebound more. Are these guys uh, a hold in 14 teams? Yes. Walker and Duran are, are holds in 14 teams. At, at least for Duran's case until Bagley, you know, returns. When Bagley returns, that's another thing. When Bagley returns, don't know if Duran will get 20 minutes. He might just get 5, 8 minutes. But at, 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 at that point, maybe you drop. But for now, you know, uh, you keep him. You keep you keep Duran. All right. For Kessler, uh, Kessler, I don't, I don't have, I don't have any worries about him. There's nobody there who would, you know, who would take his position as a backup of Olinik. Yeah. Uh, and lastly, among the rookies who you know, played, Terry Eason, who uh was many of us were high on him as well. Uh, but we kind of expected this to be you know, the yes. slow, slow burn type of season. Yes. Uh, in fact, yes. today, or was it yesterday? Eric Gordon did not play. Today. Yet, today. yet he still came off the bench. Pretty much had the same amount of minutes. Right? Uh, yes. So, is he still a hold? I've seen him being dropped in a lot of leagues already. Now, the question is, do you still hold on to him? Uh, what should we expect? Well, it's like this. It really also depends on your lo- roster. If he's the worst player on your roster, you don't have a streaming spot. I think it's okay to drop him because you have to wait a long time to really get the Eason experience. That's a good one. Eason experience. Uh, today, he played 18 minutes without Gordon and Tate. That says something, right? Yeah. Uh, Houston is known for this. Uh, uh <laughs> <laughs> Sengun is not starting. Bruno Bruno started, then got Bruno injured. Started, they started Garuba. They started yeah. Garuba. So there we ha- we were we were in this movie before. It's like a sequel or a, or a something. Uh, sister part movie two. Of part two. Uh, part not part two. This is like uh what you call that a spin off of yeah. the Sengun Sengun movie with now with Eason. So. If if he's your worst player, yes. But if he's not, then yeah, you could hold him. Like he's still in limited minutes. So so, I mean, uh, yeah, so so. Some... So you probably get it from a stream. His stats are close to a streamer. Yeah, an average uh, streamer, not the really best type of streamer that you can get. But yeah. But at least there are some 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 positives there. I mean, uh. Doesn't turn the ball over, uh, shoots the ball efficiently, helps in blocks and you know some a little steals here and there. Like today, one steal, two blocks. Let's wait and give him a couple more games to really see uh, his role and where it goes. But if Tate and Gordon comes back and he suddenly goes DNP or five minutes, six minutes, then I'll drop at that point. Yeah. Um, but if you're struggling already and can't wait, it's okay to drop him also it- right now. In fairness to Tari Eason, he has been better than some of these guys that we're going to talk about next. Um, yes. yes. And, and even way better. So this is going to be a quick one. Uh, we don't want to dive too much. Maybe we can just answer these uh, in terms of, you know, do we hold them? Do we, do we drop them? Or do we just stream their spots? So we'll, I'll mention some names who have been struggling, some of our worry players. Uh, they're not... the. the they're not the top of the roster type of players, but they're more of the bottom type of players. But you know, they're borderline. Should I hold or should I uh, should I drop already? Uh, the first guy, the Anthony Melton. 
So those were the rookies. Now we'll talk about these query players. DeAnthony Melton has been the talk of the town. I've dropped my DeAnthony Meltons. Drop, hold, wait. What do you see here? Drop, drop. Melton is a drop. Uh, from a Melton lover, you, you that already says a lot. Um, I thought they would give him the sixth man role. He is their sixth man, but but you know, uh, they play Harden, Maxi, everybody else, thirty five to thirty six minutes. There's just not enough minutes for him. Even today, Harden struggled dealing in fifteen minutes, and that's against the Spurs, which I thought was going to be a blowout. I thought they're going to give him garbage time minutes, but it was close game. He had he had how many minutes? Fifteen minutes. So yeah, he was probably the worst. Today was the worst. Today was the worst. Uh, in fairness, yeah. if you're gonna ask me, I have to be up, uh, honest about it. I haven't dropped my Meltons yet, but only because um, I have so much injuries in in some teams. So I have I can put a lot of players in my IL plus. So I don't have that much moves anyway. So I just added the streamers without dropping him. Yeah. If that makes sense, I don't yeah, know yeah. if that happens. It does. To you. It does. Yeah. Yeah, so so I I don't have to drop him because <laughs> so many extra roster I think spots. Of all of the, the players here in the list, uh, Melton is the easiest to drop. Uh, yes. Just because of the usage. Uh, the next guy, Norm Powell, uh, had mm. a very bad game today, one out of ten, and we thought this will be the opportunity that he will have, considering that there was no Kawhi, no John Wall. He started. He started the last game. Even played better the last game, uh, although not good, not fantasy good. Uh, Norm Powell, drop, hold, wait. I'll wait. Uh, uh, honestly, I have Norm Powell in a lot of uh, my my leagues. Uh, I'll probably wait. I have him only in one league, which is sixteen team or eighteen team. So I I I will I'll wait there. But this is the Norm Powell experience. We know this every year, right? He struggles uh, at at uh, for a certain period of time. Then he blows out. So if you can wait, I'll wait. I'll, think, I'll wait yeah. for the reason that most likely Kawhi's gonna miss lots of back to back season. So yeah. he's not this bad. He's not this bad. He's not yeah, Norm Powell. one out of ten is not gonna be that bad. Uh hopefully he, he gives a little more than just scoring in peace. Because he can he give those. Three out of eighteen for the year. Can't get any worse, right? Yeah. So yeah. So hold for a book. I'll hold for a, a bit. Uh Mo Bamba is another guy. Drop. Yeah. Uh <laughs> He's time sharing with Ball Ball. He's even sharing minutes with Ball Ball, who has played well, (laughs) even better than him. So I think uh, easy drop here. We're talking about 14 teams, right? Uh, If you're talking about 16, uh, I've seen him being dropped at 16. Uh, Mo Bamba. I'll drop him in 16. Yeah, I'll drop him in 16. Uh, no matter what, how deep the league is, uh, 11, 12 minutes a game is not going to cut cut it out Uh, for you. Bones Highland is the next guy. Also struggled. This is yeah. This is more. This is also worrying because Jamal Murray didn't play the yesterday, and he still didn't start. Yes, he didn't start, and and, and he played less minutes. There's a rookie that uh, is affecting him, which is Christian Braun. Christian Braun has. Uh, we we knew Bruce Brown was gonna affect him, but now Christian Braun is also playing almost more minutes than him. And uh, uh, Mike Malone talked talk Christian Braun up about how solid he is, how good defender he is. That's not good news for Bones Island. If Jamal doesn't play and he plays six, 19 minutes, 
Yeah, well, there's no other, other pathway. But for now, do you think he's still a hold for now? Uh, I'm dropping him. Um, if there's a chance to drop him and get somebody somebody uh, with higher upside, higher minutes, higher usage, I'll, I'll do it. Right, I'm not so... holding. I'm not holding. Players like him need needs minutes, and he's averaging 17 minutes this year. Not gonna cut it. Uh, Herb Jones. Hold. Drop. Herb Jones is a hold for me. No, no, it's a hold. Did you drop your Herb Jones? I dropped Herb Jones in a 12 team. Well, 12 team, yeah, maybe, maybe you can. 12 team is borderline. But, uh, well, uh, we, dra- we drafted him not thinking of scoring. Uh, the steals hasn't yeah. come. I think it's zero for the year. Zero, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, but this is two games, so uh, steals can be as we, as we said, very fluky. Um, In fairness, yes, over, but four blocks, I think. Three, three blocks three. overall, yeah. no steals, and just one three pointer. But I know what Herb can do. We know what Herb can do. Um, just needs to adjust to the new situation, maybe with Zion there. Lester touches even more, but the minutes are there. He's averaging almost thirty yeah. minutes a game. The minutes so are I'm there. Not, that's the most important part for me. Somebody who, like Herb, who we know can produce. The minutes are there. Maybe it's just a slump or a struggle or adjustment period. I'll give more more patience to those players. Not like the Meltons, the Bamba, the Duarte, and the Bones. Don't get minutes. So, <laughs> how will they How will they recover, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, this also depends. First, what we're talking about is a, a vacuum type of discussion, right? It, this all depends on who's available there. Is it a better option uh, if you're gonna drop this player? So, uh, but in general, in a vacuum, you probably you can hold on to her just given the TS minutes uh, given to him. Onyeka Okongu. Is he a drop? Okay, Onyeka. Hold. No, hold. I think hold. Okongu is a hold. But people picked him very high, so. They're gonna be disappointed, but he's really? a hold. Yeah, Aokongu. I mean, if you pick in our own league, he was picked around I think one hundred ten or something. It was yeah. high. I I mean, why not? You said that's past one hundred, but that's still high. That's still some people pick him eighth or ninth round. He was ranked in the top one hundred for 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 a time in mm-hmm. Yahoo's ranking before he dropped a little. But he was not in the one twenties at all. So he's not a drop, but you will be disappointed if you expected Yahoo's ranking to to happen. So yeah. because people thought, you know, Capella's coming down, it's Okongu's time. Well, it's not like that, <laughs> and well, he's not gonna get power. Capella's Capella's uh, game has been trending down uh, this mm. year, and but yeah, their time sharing, the the center position. But the upside is there, and we know Capella could go down injury wise. <laughs> um, it's a matter of when, usually. Um, so, yeah, I think I also think he's a whole. Cam Johnson also struggling so far. We thought that without Jay Crowder, he'll be the guy there. But, uh, well, Phoenix actually, uh, before that, you know, comeback game, I think they've struggled a bit. The problem with Cam is he's not stayed healthy. Uh, he has a hip issue now. The first game, he had a uh, cramp issue. And then in the preseason, he also got hurt, remember? I don't know. Uh, was it the foot or the ankle? Yeah. So he hasn't been healthy. 
uh, is a hold because of that. You can put him in IL plus. He's in game time decision almost every game. I'm holding. Hope, hope, there's no competition. Uh, I mean, Damian Lee getting minutes, but overall not strong competition. So it should still be him starting at power forward. Hopefully, he turns it around. Uh, Alex Caruso. Draw. Alex Caruso. Really? <laughs> yeah. I was just about to draw. say he had he, he had decent uh stocks numbers, and that's pretty, uh, that's what you probably look for. Uh, when you pick Alex Caruso, I don't. I'm not sure you you you're looking for points or or scoring. Yeah, the the thing with Caruso, um, he had. I'm just looking at the what happened when Naveen came back. He had 17 minutes. When Naveen was out, he's basically been a steal specialist. The problem yeah. is he turns the ball over a lot. so much. Yeah, a lot. He doesn't score. And the field goal is sometimes bad. Field goal is bad. Uh, free throw is non-existent. He doesn't rebound or pass the ball as well. So what does he do? Steal. So if I mean, if you're gonna ho- if you're gonna drop Herb, it's easier to drop Caruso for me. He hurts you. He hurts you in so many categories and helps you in what in steals. And now he gets 16 minutes a game because because of you know Levine coming back. Yeah. There's no upside anymore. I'll drop him. Easy uh, drop for me. Right. Colin Sexton. Hold. Texans are hold, but again, like Cam Johnson, if you drafted him hoping top one hundred, might be disappointed for a while. Uh, a few more names. Jaden Suggs got injured again. I would assume he's uh, he can be held on to in the IL slot, IL plus slot. You can put him in IL plus, right? Yeah, yeah. Put him there first. Uh, he had a great first game. Yeah, if you uh, can. But yeah. it's it's this guy looks like a very injury prone type of player. I I don't think luck is on his side so far. Um, you know, last year was pretty much the same. This year, same story. Uh, injuries injuries derailing his season. But hopefully he can come back and come back strong because you know Cole Anthony has been playing well so far, and yeah. we don't even know if he can get that starting position back. But uh, yeah, hold since he can we can put him in IL plus. Al Horford. Al Horford was disappointing because he said he's gonna play back to backs and then he misses today's game because it's a back to back. But but this is an easy hold. I, I don't think it's a hold. It's a hold. Yeah. He is an easy hold. Uh which it's just that uh he hasn't really started well. As he didn't start as well as he did last year. But is today's game really because of a, of the rest? That is the question. Because they 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 didn't they could have easily said it's load management, but they said it's back stiffness or lower back stiffness or something. So maybe he's not really feeling a hundred percent. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Uh, maybe. And and the the Celtics are rolling, so I I don't think they have this. Uh, they have this. I I think they have this luxury of resting him, uh, even on small injuries or small pain that he can feel because they're you know the Celtics are in pro- probably the most ready team so far in the NBA uh, they've been really solid uh, going up against solid opponents as well who else in the list um, let me see Harrison Barnes Brandon, the last uh, Harrison Barnes yeah Harrison Barnes alright uh, we'll talk about Brandon Clark after Harrison Barnes Harrison Barnes 
one of our quote-unquote favorites here. I've seen Harrison Barnes being dropped already. What's your oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I think in one week, one or two weeks. In 12 teams, yeah, uh, I'm okay with dropping Harrison. There, you, as I said, if you drop him, you not really feel sorry or anything. He, with Keegan coming in, yeah, uh, even worse. Last year, at least, he would score. But now that Keegan is there, uh, he will be overshadowed a little. Usage will not be there, not as consistent. I'm okay with dropping Harrison Barnes. In 14 team, also okay, but depends on really who you could get as a replacement. Because you can't stream two or three spots, right? If you own Barnes, if you own Melton, if you own so many of these players we're talking about, really tough to drop all of them at one point altogether. You know, maybe depends on who's available. Yeah. Uh, also, easy to drop Barnes because you know you probably pick him what usually he's uh, yeah 140, right? Uh, he's being picked here, so easier to drop him. Brandon Clark. So there's the reason why he's been falling on, on drafts. Uh, Brandon yeah. Clark has become an afterthought. Today, I think he just played 16 minutes or 15 below 20. Yeah, and you know the funny thing, it's actually his best game of the season. <laughs> I, I mean, that's how low uh, he has been, uh, how, how poor he has been this year. I think he had eight points today. Uh, eight points, three rebounds, a block or something. And that's already the best game he has had uh, this season. There, eight points, three rebounds, one assist, one block. That's already. The best. That's already the best game he has so far this season. Yeah. Uh, what else can you say about Brandon Clark? Santi's time. Santi just stole his mojo. <laughs> uh, no, but he has been a solid six man. Brandon Clark. Today, he did not he was not the first to come off the bench. Uh, it was Laravia, yeah. I think. Or Roddy. Laravia. Roddy Laravia. Yeah. He's they're they're deep. They have they drafted well. They're deep. They have options. They want to see the other players. And it was a blowout today. They did. So, yeah. That's the problem with Brandon Clark's situation right now. Roto, maybe. Head-to-head, no. Um, just just quickly, maybe. You know, if we drop some of these guys, who are some of the guys that can... You think some of the guys that you can just add and be replacements? I mean, not just to stream their spot. Like you, like you said, if you have... Multiple of these guys, you probably look for replacement. Maybe some replacement guys in the waiver. I I I bit um on the KCP side. Uh, he's been KCP. doing well. Yeah, I think he can has the potential to consistently do it. Um, uh, the minutes are there. You know, Denver's playing well. Plus, there will be games where Jamal Murray sits, and that boosts his value a bit. So I'm a, not really high, but if you're talking about you know between Harrison Barnes and KCP or between uh, maybe Caruso or KCP, I'd rather go KCP, who's been all over the waiver wire. Yeah, that's a problem. In, in 14 team leagues, there are really not much uh, options. You know, uh, options that are really for longer term. Maybe Terrence Ross because Suggs is injured. That's not uh, long-term ad, but maybe uh, longer term than a streamer. Maybe for us, for how long uh, Suggs will be out. Yeah, for how long Suggs will be out, maybe you can consider him. But uh, the others are mo- mostly like I've been talking about Dennis Smith Jr. Mm-hmm. If you can pick him up. Uh, maybe a longer term ad also because we don't know Rosier's 
situation. So that that's someone to consider. Yeah. And then um who else? The others, there's lots of question mark. And I don't know what's Bruno's injury, but if it's gonna be long term, I like Garuba. I like Garuba over Bruno. So if they're gonna play Garuba twenty minutes or twenty two minutes, maybe. Maybe you know, you could look at it in a fourteen team setting. Yeah, if Werther is available, go 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 yeah. get Werther. Werther, I also like Werther a lot because of the usage he has. Uh, he can contribute in different categories, not just the trees, right? Although the Iron Fox's usage has been really nice and he's been playing really well, so I think that also contributes to Sabonis' was... uh, struggles and uh, Werther. That can affect Werther as well. I was able to add um Kelly Olinik in one of our FBWD. Me too. He was dropped. Yeah, he was dropped. So so that's another player you can consider. Derek White, I was also able to add. Uh, I know you know yeah, he might not Derek be as consistent, but I can see the San Antonio Derek White where he's not going to be that consistent, but at least he can give you like yesterday he had three blocks. Um, you know, so I think he can give you those numbers from time to time. Uh, better than some of these guys, like Melton. Dylan Wright. Dylan Wright. Yeah. yeah. Nick Richards is low end, but uh, well, if you need big man stats, well, Ubre is not going to be available in your leagues, but uh, who else? No, not much, really. Abdiha, <laughs> yeah, actually, like, Abdiha is one guy Ab- might be available. Ab- yeah. Well. Might be available. Yeah, so, uh, you could consider the Andre Hunter if you're dropping Harrison Barnes. They're almost similar players, but Hunter seems to have uh, seems to be playing better. Yeah. So no loss there. Go with the hotter hotter guy, the same stat set. And then you know the others, you just look for who has the good streaming schedule, right? All right. So yeah, that's it, guys, for this episode. It's a catch up episode from the past couple of days, or at least. A week in review, particularly for the rookies and some of the struggling guys. I know some of you are in a dilemma on what to do with these players. At least you get some clarity on what you can do, uh, whether you're in a 14 team, standard league, 16 team, and so on. All right, that's it for this episode of your daily fantasy quickie on a Sunday night here in Manila. And tomorrow is Judgment Day. We haven't said that word. For quite some time now so judgment day tomorrow that's what we call the last day of the week in fantasy uh, good luck to your teams hopefully you were able to stream well enough to give you a chance for tomorrow's key and we'll see you guys again tomorrow bye